Welcome to 96.3 OHM Radio. This is Tales from the Manor presented by Enough Pie, a nonprofit organization in Charleston's Upper Peninsula that uses creativity to connect and empower the community. Tales from the Manor features a conversation with residents of Joseph Floyd Manor with me, Jay Smith, and my co-host, Summer Anderson. Joseph Floyd Manor is a public housing high-rise in Charleston's Upper Peninsula filled with unique and wise elders who have incredible stories to share with the world. We're here to shine a little light on these neighbors and learn a little more about the people that came before us. So thank you for listening. Today I'd like to welcome our special guest, Kenneth Carter. How you doing today, Kenneth? I'm living. That's great. Glad to have you in the studio. Mm-hmm. I'm good with it. <laughs> Kenneth, also known as Carter, Mr. Oh. Carter, or Casey. That'll work, too. Casey, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood, where you were born, and some special okay, memories? Okay, let's see. I born 73 Hanover Street on the east side, next to Night Food Store. And my childhood did. I had fun, you know. Running around, running through people's backyard, looking at the police do this and do that. But all of them fun and games. But when I got older, about 18, after I finished C.A. Brown in 69, I went in job call. And I come out job call, I took up welding. I still protocol burn. After that, I went to um, Slide, the Parks Job Call Center in Northern California, but I took up um, welding. I'd get that up too. Then, my last hope, I said, well, I'll just go back into painting. Now, that's what I used to do before I moved in Joseph Floyd Manor. Now, I'm just a lonely boy, just chilling. <laughs> 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 and inclusion, it was fun. I go back every now and then and, um, you know, visit the east side, but they couldn't give me two cents to look back over there. Ain't ain't decided ain't like it been when I grew up in fifty one. All back in fifty nine when Gracie come through. You know. It ain't decided ain't the hood no more. What was Charleston like in the fifties? The east side. The east side, but you know, I mean, a little peaceful, you know, community, you know. As far as that shooting, robbing and stuff, we didn't have that. You could you could leave your front door open or your back door open, don't have to worry about nobody um coming in to rob you or nothing like that. Could go to the grocery store with a dollar. I say I'm saying a dollar. You get 50 cent worth of lunch meat, 50 cent worth of mac and cheese, um, uh, RC cola soda, and maybe a pack of, um, uh, what do we say, nuggets, or Johnny Cakes, or maybe a wagon wheel, or maybe butter cookie. And then you got two, you can put the cheese in between them, or you get, um, or we get some saltine cookie. We had it made. That was a whole meal for one dollar. Now it cost you nearly thirty dollars just to get half of those things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Times have really changed in that regard. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when our rent used to be sixty-five dollars a month. Now if you get a pop now, you because you eight hundred something dollars a month. Not yeah. even at least. Or more. <laughs> I see this lady. Living in the building, Miss Gwen, Miss Gwen was paying $800, $800 a month at the Canterbury House. Wow. They say she make too much money to stay in the apartments in the back. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't feel I feel that that discriminate. Because of a person on disability or retirement, seem like if they want to spend eight hundred dollars back, me, how can you say you make too much money? Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, all in all, living in Charleston was fun. If I had to do it all again, but not on east side, I take this side because we've been on this side since seventy four to nine. That's forty four years. Yeah, going on forty five. Mm-hmm. Long time. And. Pepsi Cola stole must me, Coca Cola stole must me, and Canada Dry stole me. And by most of all, I was Pearlstein distributor. Those are the places that I work. Mm-hmm. I used to live on North Dunstan, but by not walking this way, I had to catch a cab from work home. Mm-hmm. And to one day, I said, you know, maybe I'll just walk the meat street. Went, oh, man, oh, I said, I can save the $400 I was spending a month just to go to work mm-hmm. and back. And that's the and that's the east side part. Now, which we want to know about the west side. <laughs> Anything on the west side? We want to know all about the west side. Which, which we is on the west side. But why do you like the west side more than you like the east? Because side? it's more quieter. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so quiet in the night on San Susan Street, North Dunston Avenue, Magnolia. Mom playing unless a car come by or somebody's high speed here from North Charleston to downtown. That's the only time I have any action to look through the window or hear the fire truck. Right. But I mean, other than that, or let's say the river dogs um, when the game in the uh, the Citadel, then they shoot fireworks. But other than that, you don't hear a pun drop after nine o'clock. So, uh, what was your favorite part of your childhood? What's your favorite memory? Uh, I would have to say just being on the east side. Just going to Martin Park, going to Henry Piaggi School. Or going on the park, coming back home because at that time they hadn't put on I-26 up yet. Uh-huh. I-26 wasn't put up until after I came back from job call. Wow. They used to be just a street run, straight up Hanover Street to Jackson Street to school. Then a street run from Hanover Street to Blake Street to C.A. Brown. With two block radius. Those were the good old days. And in the morning time, waiting on the liquor store to open, getting the gal on the Wild Irish Rolls. <laughs> we had that. What time do they open? Nine o'clock. Pretty early. <laughs> but... Then in the good old days when you could get a gallon of wine put on your shoulder and get mm-hmm. you drink some, he drank some, the next person drank some. Mm-hmm. Then we'd put the top on and we tie tie them on a string and put them in the drain until we get back out. And when you come out for lunch, you finish up. By that time, we just do it and instead of doing that, we get it and we drink it on our way to school. What, how, what grade was that? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. What was school like for you? Yeah, you know, just something you had just, to uh, do. Just no, because I had a grandma that said she didn't send me to school to play <laughs> or to fight. That's pretty good. I like but that. my grandma always said, "You need to get you some education, son, because you don't get an education, you ain't never be nothing. You get a wife, and then you ain't gonna have a wife that you can't cook for, and she can't cook. How y'all eat?" I said, "Mom." I never needed a wife to cook. I can cook anything. The restaurant can cook all better. And I still at 68. Still ain't got no wife. I got one son, one daughter. 
My son, I don't know where he is, but my daughter's an engineer. Wow. She graduated from Burke in 91. Oh, wow. She went to the College of Charleston for one year, mm -hmm. went to Delaware State for one year and took up engineer, then she went in the Army. Now she's married to her high school sweetheart. Oh, that's so Amazing. sweet. And she got two boys. And he got, he got, she got two boys, a boy and a girl. And he got a boy and a girl. So they got four children all together. Wow. But they cool. Mm -hmm. You know, he took my ease. He don't beat up on her or nothing like that. Yeah. And they get along good. Do they live in Charleston? They live in Goose Creek. Oh, they're in Goose Creek. Okay. But it's a good place to live, too. If you like um, running happened to come into Bushy Park and not seeing an alligator. <laughs> How was your life any different from what you imagined in your younger years? Um, I'm old, I'm wiser. I know right from wrong. I know right is right and wrong is wrong. Mm. And that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> what are you the proudest of? I'm the proudest of one sister, two brothers. Me and my brother. But the most I'm proud of are my daughter because we see each other every now and then. Mm -hmm. And when she see me, her hand is open. When I see my son, Daddy, um, can I come stay with you? Nope. At 40, you don't need to stay with me. I should be coming to stay with you. But, you know, since I got my apartment, I don't need him in mine. When he come, every time he leave, Something leave. So if I stay by myself, I know he's still in there when I leave. Mm -hmm. So with your children, what did you find the most challenging part about raising them was? Oh, those were the good old days. Because my son, all I thought was Gabriel. I thought was Stacy because Stacy born in 73. Stacy, mama, lady me always told me two things. She said, no, we don't make this child. Now, who going to help I tell you what you do? You feed them, and I'll hold on. After you don't burp them, I say, I'll put them to sleep at night. Because she would get in my lap. We'd be looking at TV next thing, you know, she'd be. Dozed out. Gone. <laughs> then I'll hand them to her. Then she just give them back. Nice. I'll take them upstairs and put them in the crib. So, you know, she always been the type of daughter that I always told her. I said, That's the only thing I want you to do. I said, I want you to finish school. I don't want you to have no man's on your mind until you finish school. So you can go to church and do whatever you want to do. It's a daddy. You know, that's what your my mama tell me, too. I said, you going to work with that? She said, yeah, I work with that until I get out of school. After I get out of serving, then I'll get married. That's cool. I commend her on that. Then now we get to my son. He won 1977. I've been working in Burlington industry in North Carolina. Well, you know how the Red Cross can always find you. Mm. And I came home back on the bus. Why well, come back home? Because the girl get angry. So, I had him. I don't have money. I said, look, you can go and no come back. I said, I'll raise my own child. She go for two days and come back. She thought maybe um, that he would be starving or crying. But she come back. Me and him laying in the bed, sleeping. He on one side, I put him right there, man. He won't roll this way, he won't roll that way. He just stayed, I never see the boy cry. I've never seen my son cry in 40 years. Wow. But, man, he, he do. 
Won't they be angry and crying and even looking up in the air, smiling and doing like, Lord, the angel got them. And I never had no more problem with them since then. And he going off, and he be 41 September 1st. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. For those of you that are just tuning in, I'm Jay Smith, and I'm with my co-host, Summer Anderson. And we're talking to Kenneth Carter uh, about his life and his journey through his childhood. And he's been an, enlightening us about his children's um, upbringing. And so we're going to take a short break here. And we're going to play a song that Mr. Carter has picked out, and it's by Jerry Butler, and it's called (laughs) Your Precious Love. So enjoy the music, and thank you for listening to OHM Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial radio station. I was so lonely and so blue, for that's what love will do. And darling, I'm so surprised Oh, when I first realized That you were fooling me And darling They say that our love won't grow But I just want to tell them that they don't know For as long as you're in love with me Our love will grow wider Deeper than any sea And of all the things that I want And we're back Thank you so much for turning in to 96.3 FM Ohm Radio, your nonprofit, non-commercial local radio station. We're broadcasting live from workshop at 1503 King Street inside the Ohm Radio Studio. I'm Summer Anderson, and along with my co-host Jay Smith, we're the host of Tales for the Manor. For those of you just joining us, we've been talking to Mr. Carter about his experiences growing up in Charleston, raising his children, and other interesting things. So this song mm-hmm. that touched something <laughs> I really enjoyed it I really like uh, listening to that, that, that sound it's so much soul and so much meaning in the voice that's old school Yeah. that's where, where you say young people go and they might go to jukebox well you know when we play Jackie you go oh man play old Danny but oh man play Jackie Play Jackie Butler. No, play Jerry Butler for your pressure. Then we go from there. We can sit down there all night and listen to Jackie. Um, excuse me. Jerry, the ice man, and chill out and just drink our beer. Now, why did they call him the ice man? I don't know. Even cool, calm, and collective. Uh-huh. He just, he just that cool. Short. Not too stucky, uh-huh. low grade around the edges, and cool. Well, that's a cool nickname. I wish I had a nickname that cool. <laughs> that's why they call him Nice Man, because he's cool. I, I I heard you can sing a little bit of it, too. Huh? Oh, <laughs> 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 don't put me on the spot. Okay, I'll sing a little bit for you. 
Okay. Just to make it. Well, you want to hear him now? Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted with the music. No, I want to hear you do a little acapella. <laughs> Means more to me than any love could ever be. But when I wanted you, I was so lonely and so blue. And that what love will do. And darling, darling, they say that our love won't grow. But I just want to tell them that they don't know. And who wanting, wanting you, arms only and so lonely, what love will do. Okay. Casey, thank you. Well, that's not my favorite old school song. Now, you said you didn't have a wife, but who, when you think back, who was your precious love? Uh, she's deceased. Her name is Sandra Magwood. Sandra. She, she's a little John's own, but she's been anemic. Uh-huh. She died being anemic, just like my sister. Just like your sister. Yep. But they all were good friends. But my sister was my best friend. Because I had but one. And when she died, it hurt it. But, you know, I like to say, life goes on. I figure every year on the 19th of January, mm-hmm. my sister's birthday. Oh. And on the 12th of every March, I know she was going another year. Right. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I like your catchphrase. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> hey, that, that, that's what um, Forrest Gump said. Oh, I didn't even oh, make the connection. <laughs> oh, okay, so who's been the kindest to you in your life? My mother. Your mother? Yeah. She cool. Because my mother didn't raise me. My grandparents raised me. Mm-hmm. But after my grandparents died, well, maybe I'll go back home. And you know, like the mom say, I don't care what he says. That's my job. I go, he go. And that's my stepfather said, well, this is not his house. She says, as long as I'm in here, this is house just as much as your house. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's been for the last 45 years. Um, and so were you and your sister always close growing up? Yeah. See, cause we, always, we always live in one Old three bedroom house rented by uh, Rudolph Real Estate mm-hmm. on Smith Button Cannon. Mm-hmm. $65, you couldn't beat that. Mm-mm. Just every now and then, you might have to beat off them wood rats off the stove. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's the east side. I mean, I want to put that part in anyway, but you know, mm-hmm. it, what it is is what it is. Did you take care of your sister growing up, or did she take care of you? She took care of me growing up. We took care of each other. Because mm-hmm. we had a little brother, so we had to take care But my most memorable one, always walking grandmama to the cigar factory, 6, 4, 5, 30 to 6 o'clock in the morning, getting her to work. Oh, she worked at the cigar factory? Mm-hmm. She worked on that, I think, from the time my father died in 59 until around 69 when she retired. Wow. And then she passed and he t- took her back to Branchville to her home and buried her next to her husband, mm. Harvey Carter. 
Did you get along with him? Well, I never met my granddad but once. I met him once when they moved from Branchville to Charleston. Wasn't that long before he moved back permanently. Mm -hmm. I mean, not on his own, by feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, but I mean, I mean, I I had a great life. You know, I do what I want to do. I cook what I want to cook. I eat what I want to eat. I know my limits, and I don't have to hear nobody. But you don't have to do that. You can just leave my house. No, I say I got my own key. I can get in my own house. You have to leave, not me. And that's that. That's my whole life history. When you look back on your life, do you have any regrets? Nope. That's good. That's a good place to be. Yeah, that's a great place to be. Well. You can't go back. All nope. you can do is go forward. So you don't need to worry about what you did back then. Right. True. All the thing you can do is do better in the future. That's all. <laughs> I have a, one more question for you here. How would you like to be remembered? As just an old back home country boy. Mm-hmm. From the east side. Oh, how should I say? I want to be remembered like Jerry Butler would like to be remembered. A precious person. Mm. And that's all I got to say about that. Well, I definitely think you're a precious person. <laughs> Thank you. You've been listening to Enough Pies, Tales from the Manor, a conversation with the residents of the Joseph Lloyd Manor with Summer Anderson and my co-host, Jay Smith. To learn more about Enough Pie, a nonprofit that uses creativity to connect and empower our community in Charleston's Upper Peninsula, please visit enoughpie.org. To learn more about Ohm Radio, please visit www.ohmradio96.3.com. Casey, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing about your life. That's cool. I'm good with it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. See you guys next time. That's all I got to say about that.